Hello, and welcome to Moments of Inspiration, a podcast for educators by educators, with the purpose of sharing what's right in the world for a change. So buckle up and come take a journey with us, because no matter where you are, we're on this road together. Rare, superior, above average. These synonyms describe teachers, and especially the teachers you're about to hear from today. Kelly Luker and Riley Bain share their experiences as EC teachers supporting and caring for their students in these exceptional times. Remote instruction has felt like an exceptional challenge for educators across the world. In Hyde County, where there is more water than land, educators have experienced an entire school year of remarkable battles. First in September, when Hurricane Dorian closed the Ocracoke campus and required the dispersion of students to any safe and dry building and the requirement of flexible instruction. The Mattamesquite school campus is on the mainland side of Hyde, which did not experience the same level of destruction as Ocracoke, but the displacement and disruption from their island colleagues gave educators and administrators some helpful insight for how to best shift to remote learning come March. Superintendent Stephen Bassnight has referred to this time as school without walls, shifting the focus away from the crisis and towards continuity and community. Exceptional children teacher Callie Luker found creative ways to engage her students, most of which did not require the use of devices or an internet connection. Callie, tell us how you live by Hyde County's motto, doing what's best for students. Hey, my name is Callie Luker. I am the exceptional children's teacher at Mattamuskee Elementary School in Hyde County, North Carolina. Planting seeds of engagement to promote student growth. You may wonder, what are you talking about? Well, this is what I'm excited to share with you. You see, I, like many of you, did not know what in the world I was going to do when the time came to teach my students virtually. On Friday, we had a meeting. We were told to start preparing, brainstorming, and creating ideas of ways that we could continue teaching our students virtually with the hope that we would have the following Monday and Tuesday to show the students, model for the students, and guide the students in using Google Classroom, Seesaw, Flipgrid, A lot of these things you are familiar with. But you see, I'm a special education teacher. I knew I would need more than two days to model and demonstrate the use of technology to my students. So I left the meeting and my mind was blown. I did not know where I was going to begin. But you see, at 12 o'clock that night, when I just needed my mind to rest, I said, Callie, because I do talk to myself sometimes, I said, your students have already told you where to begin. At the beginning of the year, when you asked your students what they were interested in, what did they like to do during their free time, they told you by giving you those answers where to begin. The top answers in my class were crafts, 
and gardening. That's where I went. I said, you know what? Let's get in the garden. So the next day I realized that, well, I do not know where you're gonna do gardening. I knew I could not afford to do what I wanted to do. <laughs> so you know what? Sometimes we just have to ask for help. We have to set aside the I can do it myself attitude or let me just handle it all and you have to ask for help. So that's what I did. I sent an email to some big plant companies and I sent an email to some local places. I was excited to get a response from Proven Winners, Baker's Creek, Seed, Heirloom Seed Company, and Halsey's Lawn and Garden. And I continue to receive support and questions from them. And they were willing to help the teachers. They were willing to help the students because they knew that we were about to encounter some hard roads. So gardening, we started. And y'all, the kids absolutely loved this. They were excited to get the seeds. They were excited to get the dirt and plant the seeds. Everything that I sent home to my students by the bus, when the bus would take lunches, they would also take whatever work that needed to go home. And so I'm so thankful for that and just everybody's support and help. I would make a video, kind of like a how-to video, and upload it to YouTube because guess what? My students know how to go to YouTube, right? So they would go there and watch the videos and be able to follow along because that's another thing. I did not want to start something new. I knew that this change was gonna be hard. So I wanted to keep it as easy and user-friendly as possible. So I created YouTube video. The student would be able to go to YouTube, watch the video, and then do exactly what I did. And the response has been amazing. My kids have been engaged. My kids have been actively learning. And guess what? My students have been sharing responses with me. Students that in the classroom choose not to talk. Students in the classroom that will give me one word answers. I was getting back videos that their parents had taken on their phone because you know what? I'm okay with that. I was getting back responses and text messages and seeing videos where a student explained the planting process. And I cried and I smiled and I got chill bumps and I called the related service providers and shared it with them. Y'all, when we use what the students have already told us they're interested in, we will see growth and our students will be engaged. Now, have I had trouble along the way? You betcha. But guess what? We're learning together and my students know that. They actually find it kind of humorous that I may make a mistake every now and then. And we just laugh together. But they love sending me the pictures of their garden. They had to send me steps of how to plant the seeds. They have shown me the growth the plant has made or the not so much growth the plant has made. But I just want you to know that even in the exceptional children's department or exceptional children's classroom, there is growth to be made virtually. The progress we see may not be what you would see in a classroom, but it's progress, y'all. 
and it is progress that will last a lifetime because it's meaningful. It is useful and the kids will be able to use it day in and day out. You see, I didn't tell these students how to respond to a question I gave them. I showed them how to plant the seed. They watched how to plant the seed. They engaged in the activity and then they responded in their own way. If that doesn't give you chills, I don't know what will. We have used our garden to do math ideas. We have done reading. We have done writing because guess what? Do you think I let those companies and stores provide seeds without receiving a thank you? Not here. My students learned how to address and stamp envelopes. My students learned how to make their own envelopes in case they were unable to go to a store. They have learned to make seed saving packets to send to their reading club or special reading club buddies in other states. We took the planting seeds of engagement to promote student growth and we have gone wild with it. And I let the kids guide me. I hope that you enjoy hearing the positive and the rose that the kids have made. Thank you for stopping by. I hope you all have a blessed day. Bye. Being a first-year teacher is tough. So is being an EC teacher. In my opinion, these are some of the hardest working and least recognized of all educators. And I personally can't imagine being able to do what they do every day. Put those two together and BAM! You get catastrophe, right? Well, as one of my favorite announcers likes to say on Saturday mornings during college football season, not so fast, my friend. Our next guest is both a first-year teacher and an EC teacher. Not only that, she's a volleyball coach as well. Wearing all those hats might overwhelm some, but not Riley Bain. Her work with her students at Hunt High School in Wilson, North Carolina is absolutely a moment of inspiration for us all. We thank her for sharing her story with us. Hello, my name is Riley Bain and I am a first year special education teacher at Hunt High School here in Wilson, North Carolina. To say the least, it has been a crazy and unexpected first year, uh, but I have learned so much throughout this whole process. When I learned that we were going to be solely online for the rest of the year, the first thing I tried to do was not panic. Uh, my main concern was how in the world am I going to reach all 17 of my students online when they have such individual needs? I mean, I have some students who can complete algebraic equations and write full-on paragraphs, and then I have some students who were still working on tying their shoe and writing their first name. But I knew my job as their teacher was to create assignments to where, where all my students could show growth in different ways, but also not wear me out by the second week of online learning. So I decided to put all my students into three groups and each day they would get a math, a reading, and a daily living assignment. When I was thinking about creating all these daily living and independent living assignments, I wanted to take advantage of them being at home. They had so many more resources than they do at school. They had their kitchen appliances, they had their stuff in their bedroom, in their bathroom. So I got really creative and to start off, one of my first assignments was they had a tic-tac-toe board and it had chores all in it. They were things from vacuuming to making your bed, to making your sister's bed, to cleaning 
and drying the dishes. Um, but each day the students had to complete two of their chores um, and then by the end of the week their board had to be completed. I also knew that I wanted them to stay active during all of this and so I would have some days where they would be watching and participating in beginning yoga videos. I also created around the house riddles and scavenger hunts for them to do to get up and to be active. I would have examples like this is a place where you keep food cold and they would have to go and find that item and then write what it was to the refrigerator. I also had a unit about laundry and they had to take their own laundry and separate it into three different sections and then have a family member help them complete their own laundry. My favorite activity though was in the beginning of quarantine when we created a class chocolate chip cookie recipe book. So I had a story that I read and they watched it about chocolate chip cookies and then their assignment was to look up their own chocolate chip cookie recipe. They had to look around their house to see if they had the correct ingredients and then report back with the recipe they found. They had to write down the ingredients and how much of the ingredients they needed. And then I put all of them together and we had a class recipe book. My main goal for when creating all the assignments was for my students to see that when we learn and discuss independent living skills in the classroom, that they can take them home and apply it. A lot of my students have a hard time with the concept of when we're learning something at school that it doesn't just have to solely stay in school. And so I think this was a really great opportunity for my students to take their learning home and I'm so proud of them and I know this has been really challenging for them but they did such a good job. We may be stuck in our homes but that doesn't mean we can't stay connected. The Moments of Inspiration podcast is meant to give you a much-needed lift in these challenging times. We encourage you to step away from the computer screen, turn up the volume, and get a change of pace for a few moments of your day. Teaching remotely during a crisis is tough. Our goal is to make sure that you don't feel alone, to give you something to smile about, and a few moments to connect with others. We hear you, we're with you, and we're on this road together. Thanks for listening and please be on the lookout for episode 11 next week. If you wish to contribute and share your story, please visit us at bit.ly forward slash all caps ILC MOI. That's bit.ly forward slash all caps ILC MOI. The Moments of Inspiration podcast was written, recorded, and produced by Molly Holloman, Stacey Lovedahl, and Chris Bennick. It is available on the following podcast platforms. Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and iHeartRadio, as well as through our website. The music in this episode was taken from YouTube Creator Studio and includes Rolling Heads by Unicorn Heads, Redwood by Kinkas Morera, Credit Jam by Chris Bennick, Natural by Endless Love, Baby We Did It by The Whole Other, and Star Drive by Jeremy Blake. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to hearing from you. So come on, everybody. Get your voice out there. Oh, moments of inspiration. Everybody's talking about it. Thank you. Thank you very much.